Welcome to the Unshakable Woman Podcast, where we are discipling, inspiring, and equipping women to know who they are in Christ and empowering them to discover and live out their God-given purpose. If you are here for the very first time, I'm your host, Pastor Christine Desiree, founder of the Unshakable Woman Podcast. If you would like a sense of a community, then join our group on Facebook, Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and check out our website at www.unshakablewoman.org. That's www.unshakablewoman.org. Thank you for joining me today and let's dive into today's podcast episode. Hello, ladies, and welcome to episode two of the Unshakable Woman podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Christine Desiree, and today I'll be talking with you about the different ways you can rest, recharge, and reset for the new year. The new year is almost here, and many of you are looking back at your last year's resolutions and seeing if you accomplished them, and some of you have started creating new resolutions and goals for the new year. But unfortunately, this time can be very disappointing, especially when you reflect and look back at what you plan to accomplish and you didn't get it done. We are so programmed to be busy and to be on the go, but God did not intend for us to always live in this state of mind. Yes, there are seasons for lots of activities and busyness, but there must be times for rest and renewal so we can be ready to meet the new obligations that will come in the new year. This is the holiday season and the end of the year. Some of us have been so busy entertaining family and guests for the holidays and getting ready for the end of the year events that we have become tired and need time to rest, recharge, and reset. I actually started this process around November and I got stuck. And I was going through so much of the time that I couldn't get past the obstacles I was facing. And I decided that I was not going to put pressure on myself anymore. I am just going to take this time to stop, recharge, and reset. And if it takes me three months, then that's okay. So from November until now, I have been functioning on what I call autopilot. My ministry and all my posts are scheduled out. Of course, I still have the daily grind in my home, but other than that, I've been resting, recharging, and resetting. You see, it's natural for us women to look back and reflect, and sometimes when we do that, we get discouraged and disappointed in ourselves because we did not accomplish all the things we wrote down on our list. I'm a list person, so I get it. I'm there with you ladies, but we can't be bound to a list. I actually took out all my journals and I have been making goals and setting milestones for myself, for my kids, my ministry. I've been writing down things that I want to see accomplished in the new year in my life. I pulled out my calendars and I started jotting down some things and asking myself, what do I want to say to my listeners this year? But I was looking back and reflecting on my podcast. And when I started earlier this year, I planned to do at least 25 episodes. That was my goal. I knew I did not have the luxury of a lot of time and would not be able to create one podcast a week. So I set my goals to two podcasts a month and it started out well and I was able to produce at least one podcast every three weeks. But a few months after starting into the podcast, my husband and I got struck with COVID. It turned our world upside down. 
I turned around and healed pretty quickly, but it took my husband months to recover and it changed our lives. And I've been going hard ever since. And in the midst of that, the Lord spoke to me clearly to start a podcast for Unshakable Woman and to push out some other things that I've been working on. I was thinking, Lord, I can't do this. Purpose and Life podcast, it's enough. And this is going to be too much. Maybe I'll just cut the Purpose and Life podcast. And of course, he said, no, I want you to do both. So this has been my season to just figure out how I'm going to obey God and accomplish what he wants me to do this next year. You see, that's what matters most, doing what God wants us to do and how he wants us to do it. Two scriptures I want to read to you. The first one is Psalms 127 verse 2. And it says, in vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. It's useless, pointless, and without purpose for you to stay up working so hard, laboring, doing all the activities of the world, trying to make things work, trying to make things happen. What good is all your sleepless nights if the Lord is not with you? All that is good, but there must be time for rest, recharging, and resetting. And you have to let the Lord work in you and allow the Lord to work for you. The Lord God enjoys giving rest to those he loves. That's what the scripture says. And while you are resting, he is providing. He is making provisions available. He's working in you to accomplish his will. So let him do the work. The other scripture, which is actually verse one of Psalms 127, it says, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. And I did that. I flipped the verses on purpose. See, if the Lord is not the one building your house or building your life, all the work you are doing is for nothing. You're just watching and you're just wasting your time and time is so precious and we can't get it back as you all know. And it's useless for you to go to bed late every night building your life if God is not the one leading, if he is not the one guiding and directing you, if Jesus is not at the center, all of that work you've put in is in vain. Your work is without purpose, and it's the Lord that provides rest for those he loves. And he wants, to, he wants us to take time for rest, reflect, and recharge and reset, but with him. Okay, reflect, recharge, and reset, but with the Lord. He has to be at the center of it all. I remember one season I was going through some changes in my life. There were some changes that happened, and my husband was sick. And I was just so tired and frustrated with dealing with him. It was actually through the COVID episode that we had. I just wanted my old life back. So I mentioned to one of the ladies of our church, I said, I'm done. I'm through. I'm tired. I can't do this any longer. She listened to me and she gave me some of the best advice that someone can give a woman with my personality type. I'm someone that takes matters into my hands. You have a problem. Pastor Christine has the plan. That's just how it's always been for me. And it takes a lot for me to, to be dependent on anyone. So she said to me, you are doing everything within your own strength. Here is a church member speaking to her pastor. And she says, you are trying to do this within your own strength. Why don't you step back, rest, and allow God to take control of the situation? Boy, that hit me like a ton of bricks. 
It was so true. I was so busy trying to solve this problem, trying to work it out, that I forgot to allow the Lord into my situation. Of course, I prayed and asked God to heal my husband, asked God to protect him and preserve his life, but I did not include God in my plans. So I was failing and I was failing fast. This is what happens when we try on our own without the Lord. When we try to make things happen without God, we've got to take a step back and rest, recharge and reset. But with the Lord, that is the key. I know a lot of you ladies feel the same way that I felt. Some of you are in your slumps. You have dipped really low and you need to rest and you need to recharge from all the things that you went through last year. You also need to reset from all the things that are coming up in this new year. For me, my daughter is graduating from high school this coming up year. Then she has prom and graduation pictures and parties and invitations and her first car. And I need to get myself ready to face all those big things that are happening pretty soon. So we need to take a step back from all the noise and all the hustle and bustle and refuel and recharge. So how do we do that? How do we take that step back? from all the noise, from all the hustle and bustle, and refuel and recharge. I made a list of some practical things you can do during this time of rest and recharging and resetting. The first thing is establish a day of rest. Ladies, give yourself permission to rest. Establish a Sabbath season. This is a batch of months or weeks where you do nothing but self-care, resting and recharging. For me, it's the months of July through August and November through January. July is when we do family vacations with our kids, or if the kids can't come, my husband and I, we go by ourselves. We travel outside of the state. It doesn't have to be far, but plan it and do it. August for us is back to school month, so we only focus on that. When the kids were younger, that's when we did school shopping for supplies and clothing and re restarted their bedtime schedules for the new year. I also blot out November through January for rest, renewal, and planning for the new year. It's holiday time and everything and everyone is focused around those activities. So I shut down during this time as well. My sister and her husband, they do what I call staycations or getaway weekends. They purposely build in two to three day weekend getaways right in their city or a short distance away from home without the kids to get some rest. They are pastors as well. And they build that time to get in their renewal. My husband and I have done that from time to time, but it's harder for us to get away frequently. But maybe you have the time to do that where you can build in weekend getaways. But be purposeful about your rest and establish that routine of rest in your schedule. Second thing, unplug from social media, unplug from your phone and from the computer. Social media and phone calls, ladies, never stop. And it's okay for you to stop the noise and not open Facebook or Instagram every hour, every day, or even to cut your phone off. Once you do that, you will see how much time you will have. You will be surprised how social media can drain a lot of time from you. You are listening to all the noise out there that the world is bringing in. The world is bringing into you. And when you don't look at it, you keep those things out of your life. So refrain from the scroll. I find it so amazing how much work I accomplished those days that I make a decision to cut my phone off and unplug from social media and from my computer. 
I become so much more focused and so much more productive. And even days that I want to rest, I turn it all off, shut the noise out, and I just get my rest. So number two was unplug from social media, unplug from the phone and from the computer. The third one is listen to your favorite podcast. And if you don't have one, Unshakable Woman and Purpose in Life are two wonderful podcasts that I highly recommend for you to listen to. There have been times that I have binged podcasts listening to because I just needed my soul to be recharged and filled with the Word of God. Podcasts are a good way to just recharge and fill yourself with the Word of God or what you listen to for enjoyment. The next thing is read a good book. I love to read and I have hundreds of books and reading is one of my favorite things to do. So set aside some time to read a good book. It doesn't have to be reading for business or education. It can be reading for enjoyment. Like you can have your favorite magazine and just binge read. Some women do a book a month. I tried that, but it doesn't work out for me so well. It's best for me to binge read and then take a break. That's just how I function. But some of you may want to read a book a month or a book a week. However you do it, just try it. It can even be a book from a chapter from the Bible or a book from the Bible that you want to focus on um, and a different one from month to month. Whatever you do, pick up something and read a good book. The next one is go to the gym and get some exercise back in your life. Take walks, ladies. Start an exercise routine. I remember when I started walking as a prescription for self-care, how much refreshment it brought back into my life. Yes, I was sore for the first couple of weeks when I started, but I didn't know how much I was going to love walking. I used that time when I walked to reflect and just recharge. You can use a treadmill if you don't like walking outside. And it's winter right now where I am. And and so I am doing exercise video series on YouTube that I just love. And there's so much out there that you can pick from, ladies, from Afro-Caribbean exercise to worship dance or even yoga. Or if you love Pilates, there's so much out there where you can pick from to bring the gym or to bring exercise back in your life. Go to the spa. There are so many wonderful spas that cater to just women that you can find in your city. Treat yourself to a spa day and just pamper yourself. If you don't want to go alone, you don't have to. Grab a girlfriend and ask her to join you on your spa day. I remember one time my girlfriend and I went to get our feet done. We went to get pedicures. And she kept telling me, you need to rest and just rejuvenate. So I'm going to treat you to a pedicure. And it was such a relaxing and refreshing experience that I enjoyed. When you do that, your body and your feet will thank you. And even your husband will thank you when you get those feet done, ladies, and when you get those hands done. Journaling. It's another one. Pull out your old journals and reflect on them and get new ones and just write. I'm a journalist or I would say more. I'm a planner type girl. And this time of year is when I pull them all out. And I mean all my journals from previous years. And I reflect. I cry. I laugh. I wonder what was I thinking when I wrote those thoughts down? What was I going through? And then I create new ones for the new year. A few weeks ago, I was reflecting back on my prayer journal that I made based on a movie, I can't think of the name, I think it was Prayer Warriors, or it had to do with Warriors with Priscilla Shearer. And I found my journal, and I found a prayer that I wrote for my son. He was only 14 years old, around 14 at the time. And I wrote prayers for him, for his future wife-to-be. 
And I decided to pull that prayer out and I placed it in my new journal because he's now 19 and girls are on his mind. And now I need to pray more than ever for him to find the right woman for his life. So I pulled that prayer out and I put it in my new journal for the 2022 year. So journaling is a good way to reflect and recharge and reset for the new year. Binge on your favorite television series or movies. I love to binge on television series and movies and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm an 80s comedy movies girl. And uh, so I pull out movies from the past and I get my teenage daughter and we sit down and we just binge watch 80s movies. I also love a good television series. I can't get enough of them. It's one of my favorite pastimes. So when I'm resting, I pull out some good television series and I binge watch them. Go on a date with your spouse or go on dates with your spouse. This can be difficult, I would say, especially if you have small children and don't have that support system to help watch them. But if you do have that support system, if you do have people around you, you have aunties and grandmothers or moms or siblings or even youth from the church or a friend that you can trust, make time to recharge by going on dates with your husband. Doesn't have to be formal. There are tons of free activities to do in your city. I promise you, find some things that you and your husband love to do. My husband and I have planned to do salsa dancing together this upcoming year. We were looking at all the different activities that you can do together, and we don't like movie theaters anymore. We've outgrown that. And we do home movie nights now. And we have our shows that we watch on Netflix and Hulu together that we love. So we decided that we wanted to learn to dance together. And we think that's okay. And so we've been researching and looking for a place where we can learn uh, to dance salsa. First, we looked at ballroom dancing. That looked kind of interesting. And then we said, no, we want to do salsa. So we're really excited about adding that to our year to some of the activities that we're going to do for our year of salsa dancing. So go on dates with your husband. It can be specific. It doesn't have to be specific. It can be free. It can be formal. But make that time and go on dates with your spouse. My last one, and I made it last because it's the most important of them all, and that is don't forget to spend time with the Lord. Make time and build in time to spend time with Jesus. This is the most important one out of the whole list that I gave you. That's why I made it last. The word says, therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. But your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. These thoughts have a way of dominating and consuming our minds. What am I going to do next year? What am I going to do about this? And what am I going to do about that? God already knows about these things. He's got your back. He's got you covered. And as you take time to rest and to recharge and to reset, make sure that you take time to spend with the Lord. Keep your mind on the Lord and all those things that you are worried about will be taken care of. Life is full and life is busy. And most of us live busy lives, which is why we need to know how and when to take a step back and to rest and to recharge and reset. 
Some of you ladies work so hard and you've given all that you've got to your families, to your spouse, to your children, to your schools, to your jobs. And now you need time for rest. And I want you to know that there is a place of rest and renewal in the Lord. In fact, God modeled rest for us and he commanded a time each week that we set aside for rest. When you give your heart wholeheartedly to the Lord, you will find the ability to rest and sit back in his presence. You've got to seek the Lord first and all things will be added unto you. Life doesn't nearly have to be so hard as we make it. The Lord wants to give you rest and the renewal that you need. He longs to give you strength and the guidance that you need for the new year. But the greatest rest we can have is knowing and trusting in his ability to make things happen for us rather than relying on our own efforts. Remember, God did not intend for us to be perpetually in the state of busyness. We must have a season of rest. While there are seasons for busy activities, there must also be times for relaxation and regeneration in order to prepare for the new obligations that will come with the new year. And some of the ways I said that we can do that is first and foremost, spend time with the Lord. Next, unplug from social media, your phone and your computer. Number three, read a good book. Number four, journaling. Number five, watch a good television series or movies. Number six, going on a date with your husband or with your spouse, with your boyfriend. Number seven, going to the gym or put some exercise in your life. Number eight, going to the spa or have girlfriend time. And there are many more activities you can do, but I wanted to leave you with just a few to get you started. Thank you, ladies, for joining me on this podcast today. I pray that you find some time in your busy schedule to just rest, recharge, and reset for the new year.